James earns millions from internet marketing. Tim's got millions of questions. Welcome to Freedom Ocean. Now, jump on in. Welcome back, listeners, to Freedom Ocean, your favorite internet marketing podcast from the shores of Australia. I'm one of your hosts, Timbo Reed, and right there is James Shramko. G'day, mate. G'day. How are you going, Timbo? Couldn't be finer. I was going to say couldn't be finer, 69er, but that would put off some of our listeners. You'd offend, so just, you would offend another listener. I would. Sort of I would. So um, I won't say that. That would be rude. Mate, I'm excellent. And um, we're going to get stuck in today because uh, I'm determined to keep these shows around the half hour mark. Um, episode 41. Now, um, before we tell our listeners what we're going to cover uh, in this episode, James, in the last episode, we talked about the idea of you and I running some live workshops in Melbourne and Sydney. And we were going to put it out to the listeners to give us their feedback as to whether that would be a good idea and if they'd be interested. The good news is that's still happening, but we haven't put that show to air yet, so we don't have a response. Right, so we could only guess. We could only guess. So um, that show goes live. It's all a bit weird in podcast land because it's not live, but uh, our editor's been away. And uh, so that show will go up. And then, you know, I'd hope in the next episode of Freedom Ocean that we'll be able to um, make a decision as to whether it's a goer or not. So, mate, a couple of topics, a couple of questions from me. I'm sure you've got some things you'd like to share, but I wanna, I've, got a, I've got a real techo question today about permalink. Structure, best oh, practice. Oh, you love your technical questions. <laughs> well, n- no, I don't, but it's something that's been bugging me and I'll explain why in a minute. Um, Let me guess, your Fiverr web developer wants to know uh, what they are. Uh-huh. <laughs> Very funny. You shouldn't use outsources from overseas, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> Hello to all you ninjas. <laughs> no, no I, just, I was listening to your other podcast the other day and I, I heard that that's a bad thing we should should employ locally. Well, yeah, gee, you know, I, I get that a lot because I operate in the small business world and because on my other show I do, I, I just do have a lot of design, graphic designers, web developers listening, probably similar to here. They get, you know, the, the, the odd one, the very odd one, gets their backup when I suggest go to Elance or, or 99 Designs or somewhere uh, to find a designer to put on your virtual marketing team. But, you know... But the world, I mean, it is a global marketplace. I think that's important when it comes to the internet thing. And we're talking about the topic here of geo-arbitrage, which is being able to source things in other countries at different prices. But there are some things that you need to consider, and that is it costs less to live in other countries as well. And you're actually able to help people in other countries just like we're helping people here. So it pretty much all balances out in my mind. Big time, big time. And I think uh, I rattled on a bit about it in the other show, but uh, it is, it's a global marketplace. And you know what? Those marketplaces are just as available to those who are looking for work as those who have work to give. So a bit of a two-way street. Um, Now, um, so I want to talk about, anyway, back back to permalinks. And no, it's not the result of one of my Fiverr people. I'm just whining. I like to stir you about Fiverr. James, I know. I use 10 an hour. I've doubled. (laughs) You've gone up. (laughs) You are out of control. Yeah, yeah. I've doubled my output. (laughs) 
Ten a dozen exist, listeners. It was a joke. I actually did look at getting that website actually at one point, thinking Fiverr was such a great idea, but it was just one. There of those is ideas one. That, there is one that charges ten dollars. My daughter went onto that. She she was doing Fiverr right. gigs, and she figured out that she could get twice as much by going to the next one up. I, I found a voice. I, I know. Let's uh, let, let's not talk too much about Fiverr, but every now and then I come across some gold on Fiverr, and yesterday I came across some. Um, a girl who not only provided great a great voiceover service, uh, professional in studio, but her her actual voiceover skills were were out of control. And the way she'd packaged it up on a ninety on a ninety second YouTube video was it was all just really impressive. So um, I think we should put a little disclaimer that any SEO services you get on Fiverr are probably a bit dodgy. But there are is other. There's some other good stuff. Enough of Fiverr, James. Move on. Um, I, I want to know um, Permalinks um, VA for someone, and I know a number of our listeners are sort of starting to get into the outsourcing world and put on maybe a VA um, onto their team. You're like, what are some of those things that? Um, what are some of the first things that you would suggest giving to a VA outside of work that you've already got? I mean, there must be a reason for bringing one on anyway. But we'll talk about VAs. And if we've got time, um, I was going to talk. We were going to talk about podcasting show notes, but I want to talk about. Oh, we the should. Role of- I'm, I'm in the podcasting phase. I don't know if you yeah, caught up on my other podcast the other day, but it was quite funny. Oh mate, you are becoming, you are loving it. You've bloody. So I'm sitting here. What James is ta- referring to, listeners, is I'm sitting at my desk, ten thirty one night, just quietly typing away as I do, and you know, getting stuff done. In comes the email from James's Internet Marketing Speed Podcast, and I go, oh, yeah, wonder what he's, wonder who he's got on today. Ah, oh, it's Luke. My other old co-host from my other podcast, Small Business Big Marketing. Lukey, Lukey, Lukey. Lukey, Lukey, Lukey. And so, of course, I go, I've checked. Oh, great, 45-minute interview. So anyway, uh, next 45 minutes, it's me listening to two of my mates talk about me. Talking about you for most of it. (laughs) (laughs) Gosh, we had fun with that. Very, very weird. Very weird. It was sort of Twilight Zone stuff. All right, well, we'll talk about podcasting show notes. So enough rambling, mate. Tell me, okay, here's the thing, permalinks. Do you want to explain what a permalink is and then I'll ask you my question? Okay, well, firstly, disclaimer to all you web developers. I am not a super technical person, but my understanding of it is that that is the address of the page or the content on your website. It's just it's the link structure of where you would find that content. So when it's indexed in Google, and on your uh, website, you click on or hover on the link, you'll see the actual address of where that file lives on the mm-hmm. website. Is there a difference between a permalink and a URL? Uh, well, you to see, I think URL stands for like Uniform Resource Locator. So that's beyond my technical knowledge. I'm sorry. Okay. All right. Well, Here's the thing. When, when I go to um, fill out the permalink for, you know, maybe a blog post or uh, obviously a podcast uh, that I do, I always go through the same thinking process as to what should I do? Obviously, keywords are important, yeah? Well, it, the default setting for WordPress is usually like P equals one, two, three or whatever. So yeah. that's, that's not very useful for a search engine or a human so I would like listeners to focus far more on humans. And if, if you had a 
if you just think about your website like being a filing cabinet and you were able to walk up to it and easily identify which drawer to open and then inside that drawer, which file to pull out, that's what your website should be structured like from a navigational perspective. Okay. And that's how I think of permalinks. I, I just think it's simply which filing drawer would it be in and within that drawer, where would it be listed? So I'm looking at the, the reason it's kind of been on my mind for a while is because when I do the permalink for small business, big marketing, what I'm generally doing now is I do the guest and their brand or topic. And I keep it pretty short. Whereas if I look at the permalink for one of our podcasts, any episode of our podcast, and I'm looking at episode 39, so we've got our domain name. And then we've got a forward slash and you've got this section, which is like, it, well, I'll say what it is, it's internet marketing podcasts and then your, your name and mine. And then another forward slash and you've got topic. So you've kind of got a structure there of, well, you've got to have the domain name and then you, the, you put in the show name and our names and then the topic. So is, there, is that your kind of file cabinet philosophy right there? For the majority of my websites, it's simply the domain name forward slash category, which is which drawer of the filing cabinet would be in, and then forward slash the name of the page, uh, hmm. which is identifying something about that particular thing. So the the Freedom Ocean is probably a bad example because we have a, a codec of episode, you know, this episode that we're actually numbering our episodes. Mm-hmm. Probably a more realistic example would be something like internet marketing speed where I'm doing it by different topics. I generally cover things like traffic or conversions uh, or mindset or leverage. So I will mm-hmm. I'll have the domain name and then I'll have a category in it. And um, it's worth noting that you can have multiple categories. So if I'm doing a podcast episode and there's audio with that episode, then I'll tick podcast as well as another category uh, that relates yep. to that particular thing. It could be news, it could like could be an announcement, it could be traffic. So whatever the most relevant filing drawer for that episode would be, I'll put it in there, but it will also automatically go into the podcast filing cabinet as well. Yeah, okay. So by ticking the podcast, okay, you've moved into categories. Yeah, so my, um, my as- permalink extension is simply category forward slash page name. Right. Okay. Whereas some people don't even bother with categories. They just go straight for the page name. So a shallow site with 10 Mm -hmm. or 20 pages, you just need the website address forward slash page name. That's the simple permalink structure. A more complex one is the uh, website forward slash category forward slash page name. So that's Mm -hmm. my preferred one. It's the default setting for all of my websites. And just so I understand why it's preferred, is it preferred because it provides better link juice or because uh, it provides better structure for you to find stuff? It's better structure for humans and for search engines. And I'll give you a different metaphor for this. Imagine an Mm -hmm. octopus Mm -hmm. and the head of the octopus is the homepage. Mm -hmm. And the octopus has tentacles. So each category is like a big tentacle. And then within each tentacle are the little suckers and that's like the pages. So you go, if that octopus was swimming on the bottom of the ocean floor and you wanted a special um, SEO fish, then the SEO fish would be attracted to the SEO sucker on the um, SEO tentacle that would bring it back to the head. It would grab it and bring it back to the head. 
And that's pretty much how it works. I love your invertebrate analogy. Well, there you go. Hey, my octopus structure. So, yeah. So if you think well, about it's a, your it's website, a, it's a freedom motion. It's yeah. a freedom motion analogy. Just, just think about that. Your website head is like the is is where the um, the homepage action is. And remember that only about half your traffic will come to the head. The rest will go to the tentacles, or probably the yep. greater majority. So just make each tentacle of your website theme related with the category, and then within that theme, you're going to have little separate pages that relate to that theme. And that that way, you can spread out in different directions, but it's definitely easy to identify what the theme is. And Google can look at your site and go, oh, I know what this site's about. It's about this topic, and it's very theme-related category there, and these pages on that theme are very relevant to that particular thing. So we're going to give it a a higher rating. So... um just to play it out then, uh, if I was to then go, going forward with small business, big marketing, would the ideal permalink, and let's go, the last episode I did, I interviewed Lloyd Perry from Big Richard Condoms. So would the permalink for that be smallbusinessbigmarketing.com forward slash um, small business marketing podcasts, Tim Reed forward slash Lloyd Perry, Big Richard Condoms? Well, I don't think you need that. The middle one is a bit long. I think you want to favour shorter um, categories. I, I would be like small business, big marketing forward slash. Um, what, what's the what was the topic of the? I listened to it. Was it about venture capital? Was it about? Um, oh, mate, we cover so much. But what but do you think if, was if you're going to label it with a dino tape? If I how said to market Tim, condoms, so it's a, it's a how to marketing thing. Yep. Now you can't really put marketing because it's too general because your entire podcast is marketing. So you need mm-hmm. a subset. So you could actually have a category of. Um, well, the whole thing is actually a how-to marketing podcast. So you've got to go mm-hmm. a bit more granular. What's the next sort of level of description you would put? Uh, what was the key point from the whole thing? Oh, well, that's a subjective question because he, he actually gave quite a lot of great tips. I mean, he talked about a whole variety of stuff from packaging, distribution, S-commerce. You know, he really covered it's, it's a hard question. That's why I find the this therein lies the my problem with permalinks because it's well, like what you, you do don't you even focus it on? may not even need a category. Then you could it could be just small business, big marketing forward slash um, big Richard condoms. You know, it we, could be that shallow, but you might want to mm-hmm. just have one intermediary category, and it, it might be relating to um, it could be venture capital, it could be. Um, rapid business growth or something like that, something that mm. describes the theme of that topic in more depth. Mm. Okay. All right. Gotcha. Um, what was I going to say then? I had something that I wanted to finish on with permalinks, but – Oh, is it it's, – is it, that was it. it was, is it too late to start? No, you, know, you, given can, that- you can change permalinks and redirect right. old ones to the new ones. Oh, can you? Yes. Oh. Mm. Big job. No, it's just one plugin generally. There used to be a plugin called Dean's Permalink Migration. Mm-hmm. Don't know if it's still around, but you can actually change your permalink structure and have the old ones redirect. There will be a plugin the, that does it. You don't know what it is? Well, it used to be Dean's Permalink Migration. Dean, I wonder who Dean was. But if you haven't ever I set if permalinks, yeah, go on. then I think you can set them and it will automatically redirect the old ones. Right. Because each page still has a page name that doesn't have the permalink names in it. Mm-hmm. So when we're drafting, you might notice on some of our Freedom Ocean links, you look at it, it says like P equals 148. Yeah, yeah. And, but it's actually, when you get there, it's got the permalink name because there's actually a short link for each post. Yeah, yeah that's very useful, that short link on in WordPress. 
Yes. Um, it's good, mate. Hey, um, all right, end of permalinks. Got a story to tell you before we move into um, VA land. Um, so looking for a car at the moment and I rang up a dealership. No, I yeah, I rang up a dealership uh, a couple of days ago and the guy had, had, a, had a bit of a chat with one of the sales guys. He said, I'll get my dealer principal to call you tomorrow because he's away and you can negotiate with him. So he goes, can I get you a phone number and email address? And I gave him my small business big marketing email address. Uh, and um, I get a phone call for, from the dealer principal yesterday. And he goes, oh, you know, it's uh, it's Paul from, um, it was Berwick Mitsubishi. And he says, um, he goes, before we talk about the car, you're not the Tim Reed from the Freedom Ocean show, are you? Hey? <laughs> well, how what about that one? Does he charge you more? Yep. Doubled the price. <laughs> Doubled the price. He said, you, 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 you speak gobbledygook, you two blokes. I don't get it. You can t- pay twice as much as anyone else. Well, he, so if he's listening to this show, I'll give him a tip. Yeah. Um, humbly respectful tip. His salespeople shouldn't actually alert the customer that they are in a negotiation. That's a little bit of a rookie rule. Um, because it starts to get the the walls up and it turns it into a fight. They should be getting on the same side of the table as you and um, making it a smooth transition. Yeah, maybe I, maybe the words I used is not what his salesperson said, but he did suggest that um, his dealer principal was away uh, that day. and that No doubt you were asking for a deal of some kind. I know how you yeah, operate. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was asking for um, customers for are very difficult to deal with. Half price, yeah, yeah, yes. Uh, the poor right. guys. As, you know, the salesperson probably makes thirty dollars when he hands over the keys oh, to that give car me a for break. It. Give me a break. Be at least forty. Might maybe even fifty. So there you go, mate. I've made e-list celebrity. Now uh, let's talk VAs. My lovely VA Shig may well be watching this. She'll be reading the transcription. So um, we'll speak very respectfully. She's been fantastic. I've had her on board for a week, James, and um, I like her proactivity, but uh, I know there's a lot of our listeners who are entering into the world of getting their first VA, so I guess just be interested in your take, and maybe there's a whole show in this, so we might just touch on it now, but what are some of those um, those things, those jobs that um, are ideal to give a VA who may well be in another country? You might want to explain what a VA is. Righto. That's a fair call. Stands for virtual assistant. So it's like having a PA, but they're not in the same room or office. They're somewhere in the world. Right. So uh, when I first hired one, I I, I was aware of the concept from books like The 4-Hour Workweek, and a friend of mine had a team, and I was concerned that I mightn't have enough things for them to do. Mm Mm-hmm if you can believe that. And uh, it turned out that, uh, you know, we just started out slow and I, I thought that I would get some help building some websites and to start, you know, putting content to them and and uh, then we'd sort of look at some traffic stuff. Well, the basic rule of thumb is that they're probably like 100 times more capable than you originally think they might be. Mm-hmm. So I think where I see people go wrong, and I'm not just talking about people who have got one for a week or two. I have actually helped people who have had a team or a, a small number, say two or three assistants, even for two or three years. And I've helped them with some techniques to really sort of tap into the real person they're dealing with. And this is the key point. These, they are people. 
And they're just like you and I in many ways. And as soon as we recognize that and have a proper relationship with them, then you will be stunned at what they're capable of. Mm. So Mm. I would say lift the bar on what you think is possible because most people just cannot believe the sorts of things that my team members are doing when I describe it, uh, you know, like setting up entire websites from start to finish without a single bit of help. And and that is from people who were not skilled in those areas prior. They've just pick it up and learn it like a like a bird taking to the air. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, good point. And in fact, uh, day one, um, I I, I uh, employed Shig uh, as a result of a friend of mine uh, who hadn't had no more work for her, and um, the first time I came into contact with her, we had a Skype call. And uh, she said, "My last employer never. I ne- she'd never spoken to him." Yeah, and I've heard I've ha- I've got customers who have not spoken to their team in two point something years. That's weird. I don't get it. I speak to my team every single day, and yep. if I don't speak to them, I get withdrawals. I love my team; like they are the most <laughs> incredible, fun, dynamic, um, talented, clever people. And I just, I, I love I it. Do, it's it's brought back sh- the fun to my business. I'm sure you're going to move to the Philippines within the next 12 months. I've just got that feeling in my bones. <laughs> well, their internet's faster than my joint. <laughs> correct, correct. And they do a better, uh, a better noodle soup. Speaking too, of that, by the way, um, my girl's a little bit upset that you haven't put her song into the episode. You once asked her to sing a song. I did. And she did. did. She sang it for you. Can we blame Liam for that? No, no, but I asked okay. Liam. I said, "Why?" Oh, damn. I said, "I sent you that song, didn't I? Did I forget?" He goes, "No, you sent it, but you guys never mention it again." So I think we'll mention it now. <laughs> Should we play the song? Play it. What was the song again? It was. Was it Country Road? Yes. So yeah. here's. I, I want to. I want to harness the talent. I want to show you what's possible with uh, your VA. <laughs> Uh, so let's let's cue the music. Well, cue, cue the music, but give her an intro, James. I'll set you up, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Centre Stage. We have our delightful, beautiful, talented VA, Schmelly Cat, ready to roll. Three, <laughs> two, one, <laughs> go. Wasn't that lovely? Wow. James, that would bring a tear to a glass eye. There you go. So you can feel the love. You can feel the love from Manila there, Timbo. Absolutely. Wow, that's impressive stuff. I uh I can feel a uh, a ninja karaoke challenge coming on. I'm actually I'm in practice because I go back every few months and I and we do videoke. Oh, I'd love to see that. You must video that. You've got your all your video camera gear set up now. So I I demand that uh, I see a Shramko <laughs> videoki or whatever you call it next time you come back. They tried Must- to trick me though, Tim. They pl- yeah. they play me a they play me a song with no words, and then they try <laughs> and they try one with um, a voice on it. It throws me off a bit, so I just lip sync and pretend it's my voice. Yeah, right. Uh, they're very very funny. 
Uh, hey, hey, speaking of the voice, yes, and and do you want a um? I saw you retweet it. You are all over that media. All over it. You're into Twitter, aren't you? You love it. No, I don't love Twitter, but I. Uh, I you mean that tweet that I sent regarding the voice? Yes, you're promoting them. Test- you're promoting it for them. Uh, no, I was testing to see whether I could actually get my tweet on the screen because um, I interviewed the executive producer of The Voice uh, Australia. So the, for overseas listeners or anyone who doesn't know what we're talking about, it's the most popular music talent show on in Australia at the moment, getting an audience of about two and a half million within a 60-minute period, which is pretty amazing. And um, I interviewed the executive producer uh, last week for, here we go, this is a bit of a scoop, mate, for a new podcast of mine. Uh, which which I haven't launched yet. I was thinking you'd come out with one in the, like the sex market because you keep talking about <laughs> condoms and dildos, <laughs> sphincters, and sixty nine. Um, just well, sort of adding it all up here. I think there's some frustration or or something busting out. Look, it's all a bit serious, isn't it? You just got to have a bit of fun. And uh, well, uh, he, okay, he, he, this is going to come back and bite you on the bum because the first. Uh, the first sex interview that I did was with Anne Marie Rodder or Rhoda, and guess where she, guess where I met her? You met her at my event in Queensland, Fast Web Formula Three. That's uh-huh. it. So there you go, number one. Uh, but she was a listener of Small Business Big Marketing, and that's why she came along. But uh, it was at one of your events that I got my first sex interview. Uh, then I happened to be at an internet marketing show two weeks ago where the condom fellow spoke and he had a very good story to tell, done some great video marketing, uh, so it's worth getting him on. Um, and is there a frustration? Not saying anything. Or <laughs> <laughs> um, well, turn off the radio, Jack. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly right, mate. Jack, if you're listening, go to bed. That's so, my boy. So, all right, let's let's get serious here. Um, yes, yeah, yeah. You mentioned my hey, camera. Hey, hang my on. camera. I just said I've got a new podcast. Oh, coming yeah, out. but I was, that's big news in my mind. It's not that interesting to our okay. audience. Okay, you've just shot me down. There you no, go. no, I think it'll be great. You tell us about it when you've done it. Yeah, okay, we've well, done it. Okay, not. I'm not telling you about it. <laughs> so the voice. No. No, I'm not telling. I'm not. I'm, if it, I'm not telling you, nothing. Okay. I'm not even going to let anyone hear it. <laughs> it's a great show. It's a great show. What the voice? Yes, mate. I agree. I I, I don't watch a lot of telly, and I know you don't because you get the only thing you do on your TV is shoot the bad guys on whatever. No, game I do. That I watch play. the voice, and I watch the Apprentice. Well, I've never watched The Apprentice, but I think The Voice is is stunning. You know, they're getting 35, was it 35, 42,000, some ridiculous amount of tweets within a 60-minute period, and they only put 20 up on the screen. The thing that got my attention, Tim, is that they're promoting iTunes, and that's good for us because it's more people just getting trained to go to iTunes to get media content, and guess what podcasting is all about? It's getting, getting that content onto iTunes in front of those same people. Correct. That's good Correct. for us. You know, it's you mentioned my um, video equipment lately. Have you seen my production values going up? I have. Yep. Better very ca- sharp better foreground, a very blurred background. Better sound now. I've got the better zoom sound. and and nice microphones and stuff. It's all happening. You might want to uh, invest. <laughs> you might want to invest in a makeup artist next. <gasps> That's mean. Ah, I love that. That is mean. You know, I did have one listener complain uh, when I got a new microphone that uh, there were no birds anymore. Oh, that's fair. Yeah, so I'm bringing the birds back. I'm using a shotgun mic. I'll pick up a bit of bird, bit of me. It's amazing what people do pick up. I interviewed a guy a couple of weeks ago who had a sniffle and I got an email from a listener saying that um, 
she couldn't listen to the interview because the guy's sniffle. It's a bit harsh. It's a good interview too. That's that's pretty mean. All right, hey, back to VA. VA. So what what sort of things can you do? Pretty much all the stuff that you shouldn't do or you don't want to do that could be done by someone who is in an office. Now, that's the sort of stuff that you might want to start with. Like draw a big list down of everything that you do in your business, everything you should be doing in your business that you're not doing, and then you basically pick out the things that you would like to do for yourself and then everything else you want to find someone else to do. So what what I do with my uh, students, say in my coaching, is I say write down every single task you do on a post-it note. And now I want you to put a post-it note for you and then a post-it note for your team member um, across the top of the wall or on a, a boardroom table. And then you stick all the tasks under the person that's currently doing it and now move them around to where they should be. And then whatever's left, that's basically everything other than you, you want someone else to do, either in your own team or an outsourced service or whatever. But you want to try and eliminate every possible task. That's the goal is to make yourself redundant as much as possible so that you're free to do only the things you want to do. And as a classic example, the other day I posted my hectic schedule for the, the week on Facebook and it was my Wednesday, Thursday, Friday calendar and it was empty and that is the way I like to roll. Yeah, right. Yep, nice idea. I like the sticky notes idea. It's a great, it's just so easy to visualise well, every single task mm-hmm. and then to try and move them from you to someone else. Mm-hmm. That's the goal. Cool. Like that, mate. Um, listen, buddy, we're out of time pretty much and we, we were going to talk about podcast show notes but uh, we could probably keep that powder dry till next episode, hey? Yeah, let's do that. Let's do it next yeah. time. We've covered a bit. We have. I've got to go, Probably a bit got to go and accused. find myself a makeup artist now. Oh, well, look, don't take it too much to heart, but see how you go. <laughs> <laughs> when was the last time you shaved? You, have you got that beard? You'd look like Ned Kelly by now, wouldn't you? No, I do shave once a week or so. Do you? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, buddy, well, uh, listeners, thank you for joining us out on the ocean. Go to freedomocean.com. If you want to get a little bit more internet marketing and marketing loving, and uh, there's a bit of a back catalogue developing, so get in there. And if you do, if you do register, you'll get a transcript of every episode we've ever done, which is um, which is good stuff. Hey, thanks, mate. Until next time, we will be able to report on whether or not we're going to run some live events in Melbourne and Sydney. And once we'll have the listener feedback, the feedback will be in, and the judges' verdict will be final. Nice, thanks, Timbo. Love your work. Thanks for diving into the Freedom Ocean with James Schramko and Tim Reed. You've just come that little bit closer to living the life you choose. Please keep in mind that the ideas, opinions, and information shared in the show are those of the hosts and do not reflect those of their past employers. And as far as future employers go, well, they're both pretty much unemployable. <laughs>